hard it is to do a podcast about movies, comic books, and pop culture when literally everything is canceled? Everything is canceled. Well, maybe you know what we can talk about? Maybe we can talk about sports. Let's talk about... Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. (laughs) Also canceled. Also canceled. Yes. We could turn into a sports podcast, but no, No. also canceled. So there's no sports. There's no movies. There's no entertainment. What, what... What what are we supposed to talk about? Uh, porn is, is <laughs> Pornhub is still is, up and is, running. Is, is, Pornhub is still up and running. Has the porn industry shut down? No, nothing is going to shut down the porn no. industry. Listen, if if fucking AIDS and herpes and everything else hasn't shut down the porn industry yet, <laughs> fucking beer virus sure as hell ain't going to do it. Do you think that Zack Snyder has a director's cut of the coronavirus? That's going to be his new excuse. <laughs> Sorry, can't release the, the Snyder Cup because of the coronavirus. Yeah. Or that'll yeah. be Warner Brothers' excuse, I guess. Yeah. Like, Sorry, shutting down the studio. No more Snyder Cut ever. Stop talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> so, welcome to today's episode of Ready, Set, Review. Uh, I am your host, Anthony. And I'm Matt. And we're here to talk to you about coronavirus, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> literally, it's just like... <laughs> we're here to talk to you about... Bees? Yeah. Like, <laughs> so I get it. Like, I get why so many places are, or so, like movie studios and TV studios are shutting down production of things. Like, you it makes it. sense. You like, you it. have to do it. You gotta flatten the curve. But it's just like, ugh. Yeah. I'll tell you what, I've never been so happy to still have uh, held on to my 250 plus collection of DVDs. Heck yeah, man. Because I, now I have, you know, I, not new content, but other content to watch. Heck yeah. I mean, you know, and obviously we still have streaming. I think that some of the, the bigger streaming companies like Disney Plus, I think Disney Plus is in real trouble because they don't, they, they only have a little bit of content as compared to other streaming services. Yeah. And they have nothing new. Yeah, nothing so new. So like they did, like Mandalorian is over, yeah. right? The Jeff Goldblum show was great, but yep. that's over, right? And then they have Clone Wars, which has been really good, but that's one half hour show a week. And it was going to be, you know, they did, um, inc- not increase, that's not the right word. They did bump up the release schedule of Falcon and Winter Soldier and WandaVision till later this year when they weren't supposed to come out till next year. So, like, you know, a few weeks ago, we were like, fucking A, we get to see these shows yeah, now. And now both of them had to finish production and then both of the productions had been paused because of this whole thing. So now we can't even get that. Yeah. Motherfucker. <laughs> we literally can't get anything. I mean, we we have a, a friend of our, you know, obviously friend of the show, uh, Ed, who is a production assistant um, yep. and, and director's assistant. And he... Isn't even working for the next know, like yeah. two or three months. Yep. Like, can you imagine that? Like, I mean, you, you need to work in order to live, and your entire industry is shut down. It's like, crazy. That's it. That's it. Like, what do you do? Do you like? Do you, does he get a job at Starbucks now? <laughs> like, what are you supposed to do? Yeah. See, it's interesting. I'm wondering how. I mean, you know, so when you think about like the big time actors or whatever, sure. them shutting down production, uh, presumably they know how to manage their money to an extent. They're all going to be fine. Your A-list actors, even your B-list actors, they have nothing to worry about. They're sitting on piles of cash. Yeah. But I'm wondering how, because it hasn't been, you know, the news has only been about what's being shut down. It hasn't yeah. really touched on how are studios, if studios are going to compensate people, you know, your your your, your rig guys, your gaff guys, you know, your writers, your, your cinematographers, like people like that. Are they going to be compensated? Like I no, don't know. They haven't I, talked they, about it. They won't. They won't be because they're they're contracted. I mean, they're all unions, yep. right? They're yep. all they're all unions, and so 
they work on contract and you get contracted for specific shows for specific series of yep. time. And if your contract is canceled, just like any contract, you don't get paid. You're, when you're not working, you're not getting paid. Exactly. So they're not working right now. So they're not getting paid. So you're going to have all of these people who are, who literally make a living yep. by either being on the production side of the movie industry or by being things like that. You don't really notice like, commercial actors or background actors, right? And extras right. that are in movies, right? There are people out there who work their tails off to make a career by just doing that, by being extras. And you can make right? a good living being and commercial you, actors. You can definitely make a very good living uh, being a commercial actor. Um, but not right now, because everything is shut down. So that's another like, thing. And then how, like, I know that I personally, like, if I lost my job for three months, I'd be fucking, yeah, I'm, I'm in trouble. Yeah. Because I got bills to pay. I got a mortgage to pay. Yeah. Like, forget it. Like, I can't do it. So how are these people supposed to survive? They're just, they're going to have to get, and then with retail and everything else is, is oh, yeah. slowing down and reducing things. Yep. Starbucks taking out seats, right? Not even having the, we're like changing the way that the store flows so that you can't even have the grab and go where yeah. you can grab Everything has to be online ordered, and you have to do drive-throughs most of the time. Like I just made that just made me think of when we talked about commercials. Just made me think about companies that advertise by way of commercials that they film. Yeah, are they going to stop doing that too for a little bit? Like no new no new commercials which for the actually, next month. <laughs> which actually could be really cool because what they could do is just reach into the archives. And just do retro just commercials. Retro commercials. That would be so oh, be sick. Great. It would be so sick. Do you have like 1990s commercials? Like, how funny would it be to see like a 1990s McDonald's commercial, just like on like regular, just as regular advertising? I do think it's funny. It, it's you know we've talked about this before, and I personally have been following the story of this movie for going on three years now because it was one of the first movies drafted in the Rod Tomatoes Fantasy League. During our first season in 2018, yeah, and it had been pushed back a year, pushed back another year, finally getting a release date in a, less than a month from now in April, and then the fucking coronavirus hits, and it's been pulled again indefinitely. I'm of course talking about New Mutants. New Mutants. Like this fucking movie cannot catch a break. <laughs> when that trailer first came out three years ago, I was so excited, and we were we were super. I was hyped, super hyped, super hyped because you had um, uh, you, you you've got uh, Maisie Williams who's going to be playing Wolfsbane, right? And right. we were in peak Game of Thrones, right? Yep. Like enthralled in the show. And we were super hyped and it was supposed to be a comic book movie that was a horror movie. And that was going to be the first kind of take on that version. Like that was the one version of a comic book movie that we haven't seen. We've seen, you know, your buddy cop comic book movies. We've seen your love story yep. comic book movies, your, you know, your rom-coms. We've seen, you know, just the classic, you know, sci-fi comic book movies and then the classic adventure comic book movies and stuff like that. Um, and period pieces with Captain America, but we never got a chance to see a horror movie genre of a comic book movie. And we were supposed to get that three years ago. This movie has been like, it's been done being filmed and then has had reshoots over reshoots over reshoots like forever. And now we, we got this glimmer of hope that it's going to be released this year. Just kidding. And that's the craziest thing about it too, is that all of those reshoots, um, that turned out to be, according to the director at least, like a big rumor. Those yeah. reshoots apparently like never actually happened. So the movie that was gonna like the, the major reshoots, I was like, you know, the yeah, normal yeah. 
Um, so the movie that we were going to get in a month was going to be the original cut of the movie. Yeah. And it's like, fuck, I just want to watch this movie. Yeah, like, I just want to see it. I it's just like, want to see it. Even if it's garbage. Even if it's like Dark Phoenix level garbage. Well, even right? the like, new... So, I, I still want to see it. So even the new trailers that they have released um, in, in anticipation of the actual release of the movie, the new trailers have done nothing except make the movie look better. Yeah. Like there's, there's so much more footage. The trailer look... The new trailers look... Awesome. Yeah, it looks and like I'm a super hyped for this movie. movie. I'm so, so pissed. <laughs> the funny thing is, is just that because it was filmed so long ago, right? If you were going to have actors doing press for this movie, yeah. they're literally four or five years older than they were when they filmed this movie. And especially somebody like Maisie Williams, right? She's like way older and she's obviously was a teen or Still in hot. her. Super hot. Um, <laughs> shout out Maisie Williams. I love you. Um, but no, no, no. But like, She's going to be significantly older now where she was a teenager then and now she's in her 20s and it's like, uh... So, you know, that brings up an interesting point. What? Because you were talking about Disney Plus before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, a number of the movies that have been pulled are Disney movies. Disney movies. Right? Well, Disney is controlling the entire industry. I mean, right. They're the, they're the money makers right now. So, does Disney... Do they... Is it smart for them to take some of these movies, like New Mutants, as an ex- as a very good example, I think? Yeah. And just instead of pulling the release altogether, just drop it to Disney Plus, drum up some support for Disney Plus, new subscribers maybe. Even with like movies like Mulan, Mulan's obviously a much bigger release that was slated to come out soon. Did they just drop that to Disney Plus? You know, because the theaters are limiting their capacity to fifty percent. You know, so instead and, of and movie theaters were already in bad shape. Already in bad shape. So does Disney drop some of this sh- new shit directly to streaming? Pull I, movies like Onward. Pull Onward early. That's actually, a, that's actually a really good idea, right? Especially with some of the things that you're like, if we were going to do a main release of it, like, and it's not going to be good. Yeah. Right? Like, just throw it on Disney Plus, right? right? And then you actually have people who are either subscribing, so you have new subscribers, or people who are at least tuning right. into Disney Plus to actually watch it. Right, because then you at least make the argument of like, you know, I've got, we've got new content here and it's like, and I think, you know, financially speaking, obviously it would be a loss for them because you're not gonna make the same type of money, obviously, by dropping something direct to streaming as you would from a wide-scale theatrical release. But at the very least, you're, you're getting something from it because, you know, especially a movie like Mulan, for example. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, you know, the movie looks great. It does. It but does. And, and they've got really a lot great. of hype for it. But if they pull that movie, well, they have pulled the movie. If they don't release that until 2021, you know how hard it is for them to gonna like be to re-hype that machine up? Especially with everything from just a Marvel perspective they have slated to come out next year. Like, I think that Disney's got enough deep pockets that they just say, fuck it, and drop some of these movies that are coming out in the next two months direct to Disney+. Plus. Yeah, I, I think that's a great idea. I think I think I think you've really touched on something here because I think that especially with so many people now sort of self-quarantined and having to work from home and and you know kind of staying out of you know places where there's a lot of people, there's going to be a lot of of streaming that's gonna be going on. People are gonna start, you know, you know, Netflixing entire series, you know, and marathoning different series. I but at the same time, I think that some of the people that could be the big, big winners for this 
are some of those free streaming apps like Pluto, yeah. like Vudu, and like Tubi. Draw some real attention right? to it. Well, not only that, but they're, they have commercials, right? They're, yeah. they're very limited, very short commercials. But now you with no sports, no, no big events that are happening, you know, no award shows or anything like that. You've got major advertisers that have millions and millions and millions of dollars of advertising budget that is going unspent that they need to be spent. So things like Tubi, where they are, they have advertising, right? And it's a free streaming app. They could right now increase their library, right? And have uh, some really awesome movies on there and they could get big time advertisers to come in and actually buy ad time within their app. Right. And I, th- I think that I think that would be amazing. I think they, they could be a huge winner in this in this uh, whole fiasco. I totally agree. But you know who the real winner here is going to end up being? Because we all we've all known this for a very long time. Sports. You know, I'm not the biggest sports guy. I'll just come right out and admit it. I love my football. But that's pretty much it. If basketball R-I-P, never came R-I-P, back. XFL. Yeah. Like if oh, basketball, if basketball never played another professional game for the rest of time. I would not give a flying fuck. That's just me. <laughs> but you know who the real winner is here? The one true sport. WWE. WWE. These, did you see some of the pictures and the videos from SmackDown the other night? I with, did. The, with the empty arena? Dude, it was – I think they did it at like the, the modern-day equivalent of like the Ico Pro facility. Right. Um, you know, with yeah, just the, the – the, 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 uh, Yeah, exactly. facility. Yeah. So it was – and they even had the chairs set up to like yeah. – it was like – you got to give credit to the talent roster right now because they came up like, you know, people like Randy Orton that get up on the, you know, on the turnbuckle and do yeah. it like they're – and they address the crowd in their entrance. They still came out there and did that to an empty arena. Like, they came out just like they would if the crowd was... Daniel Bryan came out. Yes, 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 but there was dead sun. Dude, it was so good. So, and, like, that's the thing. The whole point of professional wrestling is is the manipulation of the crowd. Right. right? So how, as a, a performer... Do you then get the feedback and and increase the 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 match and and have it be a great match without a crowd? Dude, from what I saw, they didn't skip a beat. Really, they did okay. not skip a beat. From what I saw, and I was truly impressed. But then to me, so that whole thing, I love how they're doing it. But that to me then begs the question too, because to your point, the whole you know going to a live sporting event is like part of the fun. Oh, absolutely. But Guys like you and me, especially, I get just as much satisfaction of watching a football game on TV, drinking beers with you guys as I do going to the event. So why can't, you know, MLB and NBA, why can't they just do what WWE is doing? Play the games televise them but just to an empty house to an empty an empty house like because they're not playing to the crowd they've got a much easier job than the than you know fucking john cena and randy orton do they're not playing to a crowd they're playing a game just play the game as you normally would and televise it i mean and you still have to honor contracts like like baseball players like you're still paying these guys millions and millions of dollars and then your advertisers can to not play. Right, and then your advertisers can still get their shit in because you're televising it so all those 
ad dollars or yeah. spending or stuff. So, so yeah, I guess that's my question. Pepsi Why? And yeah. Everything else. yeah. So I guess my question. Why aren't they doing like Vince McMahon to me seems like a genius right now because yeah. he's like, fuck it, I'm gonna do it, yeah. but everybody else is canceling it. Like yeah. I don't understand you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I agree. I think that's actually a great idea. Why why can't you play a baseball game, right? With an empty house, right? And just televise it. Yeah. Right? You just, right? Then you don't need... So you, you, in terms of like the stadium itself, you don't need a, a security staff. Right. You don't need a concessions staff. You don't have to worry about ordering food or having yep. anything there. It's just literally a baseball yeah. game to an empty crowd. Yeah. So you're already limiting arena. so you're already limiting that risk of exposure by cutting down on all that non-essential staff. Yeah. You've got whatever TV crew you need there and then just the fucking people, the the teams and the support teams. Like that's it. That's still, you know, a little bit of risk because they've all got a shit ton of people that, you know, um, you know, your your trainers and your coaches and all that or whatever. But it's much less of a risk in my opinion. Just play the fucking game. You know what? Could they could they have a virtual crowd? Can you CGI in a crowd? Do right and pipe in, <laughs> pipe in crowd noises through the PA system. Right? How funny would that be? Like like you know, there's that. Um, and I, I'm, I, her name is escaping me right now. But there is a a virtual reality pop star in Japan. She's a J-pop star. Of and, course it's in Japan. <laughs> and so she is a completely like completely VR, but has a stage show and has a huge following in Japan as well. Um, but she's completely virtual reality. Yeah. Right? And they project her onto the stage and onto a screen. Why can kind of awesome? Why couldn't you do that with with a fan base, right? You you just CGI in the fans in the in the crowd and you know at the stadium, and then you just play a baseball right? game. Yeah. Because then me, you still, or at least you're still making the advertising dollars. That's what I'm saying. Because to me, the whole thing seems silly. It's like I understand the initial knee jerk reaction. Okay, we're going to cancel next week's game. You know, to just immediately stop yeah. people from gathering in the tens of thousands. Yeah. But long term, the idea of canceling like the entire rest of the NBA season, like all of hockey, like it just seems crazy to me when these are things that you can do. Without an audience. Yeah, without an audience. Because people are – if you televise a baseball game to an, in an empty stadium, people are still going to watch the game. On TV, absolutely. Yes, people are not – Especially because there's nothing else to watch. Exactly. There's no sports. There's nothing else yeah. that's entertaining to, to watch. There's no – like – you're not going to have any kind of like major award shows like we were saying before, yeah. like like the Oscars or anything like that. There's the, none of those are going to be happening. There's literally nothing else to watch except like unless you want to watch Donald Trump keep talking about coronavirus, <laughs> which, like you don't. Like yes, we all realize like it's it sucks and it's out there and you have to be careful and always wash your hands and don't touch your face and carry hand sanitizer on you. Yeah, great. But now we're working from home. And there's nothing really to talk about. There's nothing really interesting. Like, what, what what do you do? What's what's the water cooler talk that you do except for, oh, hey, you know, I marathoned this really weird series, but nobody's watching it at the same time, so it's not really water cooler right. talk that you can do. You know what I saw the other day that was just, like, mind-boggling to me? It was, I can't remember if it was CNN or NBC, one of the major news outlets um, was posting some data about previous outbreaks or whatever. Okay. And, like, when SARS and avian flu and all this yeah, other shit, they were, yeah, right, they were, yeah. they were uh, tracking the, uh, obviously, the number of mentions or news stories that all of those things received. They were only you know, 1.2, 1.3 million. You know how many mentions coronavirus has received in the news? 
It's an insane amount. Over a billion. Yeah. Like, for fuck's sake. Like, like yeah. this morning I turned on the news like while I was just getting ready. And, like, literally it was the only thing that was being discussed. And I was like, yeah. I can't watch it. I literally can't watch it. I'm so sick of it. I can't yeah, fucking watch how it. Much, how much news around coronavirus can you talk about? I mean, literally, you know, in, in my company, it's it's literally everything that that everyone is, is focusing on right yeah. now. Because every industry it's is I've been trying doing to, too. to weather the storm. Right. And there are certain industries that I think will be just fine and, and seem to be pushing forward like fine. just regularly. Yeah. Um, and it's just business as usual. But for for others, you know, especially the entertainment industry, I mean, they're the ones that are gonna take the biggest yeah, hit. Yeah, they're taking the biggest hit. You know? Wait, so can you can you tell your idea that okay. we were talking about before the show? Because okay. I think this is fucking so, brilliant. So on this on this idea of of WWE, right? So WWE and Vince McMahon has come out and he does not want to cancel WrestleMania. WrestleMania is the biggest sports spectacular of the year. It is it is as big if not bigger than the Super Bowl. It is it is the biggest event and just like we were talking about for a lot of the production teams in movies, this is the way that a lot of wrestlers will make their year. Like this is their biggest paycheck of the year. And a lot of like, they're like, how am I going to do this year? Am I going to have a profitable year? Am I going to make money this year? Is all based around them being in WrestleMania. And there are so many people who have bought tickets, who are, are have planned travel, the hotel industries. I mean, WrestleMania itself brings in billions and billions of dollars in revenue to the city that it's in, right? So he doesn't want to cancel WrestleMania. And I think that he shouldn't. I think that he should continue with yep. it and he should push it forward. And I think that the smart move, the money move for Vince McMahon right now is to take WrestleMania and to put it on for free on Fox. Now he I has, think this is so brilliant. He has a billion dollar agreement with Fox for SmackDown. They have this huge agreement. Uh, they have all of these different shows that they, they have on Fox right now. If Vince McMahon was to put, there's, there's literally nothing else to talk about. There's no other sports. If he was to put it on for free, you would have so many people who are not wrestling fans that would watch it just because, hey, it's something that's on and nothing it's else. interesting yeah. and people are going to talk about it. And you've got big name people like John Cena. You've got Goldberg who's defending a title, right, which is huge. You bring in, you bring in The Rock, especially if you put it on for free, you advertise the shit out of it. You get huge advertisers that come in, right? And then you, you, you're, and you've got huge amounts of ratings, which just doesn't happen yep. anymore, right? You'll, you'll, you'll go through the roof. It will be a big fat media bomb. It would be the hugest thing ever. And everyone would talk about it because Vince McMahon would be defying what everybody else is doing, which is so Vince McMahon. That's so who he is. That's so like him. And especially with the XFL now being shut down, like that's a huge hit for him. So like now he's got to have like things with WWE that have got to be able to keep growing the company. And with WrestleMania being as big of it is as it is. Now you can also bring in celebrities. So it gives you a chance to have celebrities that are there, right? And, and and are making a paycheck. And then you can bring in all of the big name people like The Rock, have Hulk Hogan there, bring in Stone Cold Steve Austin, right? To just do whatever. And you just make it the biggest, literally biggest legends and like celebrity show of all time. 
And let's not forget who word on the street is just signed a contract with WWE and is supposed to appear at WrestleMania. At WrestleMania. Rob Gronkowski. Rob Gronkowski. That would just blow the fucking roof off, man. Can you imagine? Can you smell what the Gronk is cooking, dude? dude? I cannot. I cannot. I cannot imagine a human being whose look and personality is just like. Made in a fucking factory for WWE. Like, Absolutely. he would be the most perfect heel. Like, you just take his regular personality and make him a bad guy called Chad. And, yeah. like, he yeah. would just be so perfect. Dude, he'd be amazing, right? Dude, you could give him, like, boat shoes and shorts, right, with a pink button-down shirt. Have him talk about how his dad is a lawyer. Dude, his right? dad, his dad should be his manager. His dad amazing. should be his manager, and he owns a car dealership. Oh, like, man. like make his dad his manager. It would be, it would be the most amazing thing. Ever. His weapon is everybody else uses a chair. He pulls out a lacrosse stick. Like that's his weapon. Like He's just an absolute lax, bro. Dude, um, and. And It'd so, be great. and you know what would be great too? A, a fucking highlight event at WrestleMania. Have after he's recovered because we know he's going to be fine. You have Tom Hanks, and you put him in the ring with like a guy dressed as the coronavirus. Oh, man, <laughs> wrestling the coronavirus. Listen, no, you're talking about Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon is a guy who once wrestled God in a pay per view <laughs> match, in a main event match at. <laughs> And I, I forget which pay-per-view it was. I want to say it was maybe Backlash. I think it was Backlash 2006, yeah. actually. And it was Vince McMahon and Shane McMahon versus Shawn Michaels and God. Yep. Vince McMahon literally wrestled God on the main event of match of a pay-per-view. Okay? So this is the guy to do it. This is the guy to defy the odds, and, and he could do it. You could, you know what else would be hilarious, right, is if instead of Tom Hanks, you bring in Tom Brady, oh, right, man. and have Gronkowski just throw a, a, a gimmick right hook right at Tom Brady's <laughs> fat head, right? How People would go nuts over it. It would be the most, amazing, be incredible. most talked about thing because there's literally nothing else to talk about. Dude, like, really? People would go nuts over it. It would be the biggest media bomb of all time. It would just, it would be a, just a huge that explosion of attention to WWE and it would be a way to get a lot of fans who are not wrestling fans to watch a wrestling show, right? And maybe, hey, they watch it tonight and maybe they turn into USA tomorrow night yeah. to watch Monday Night Raw. Dude, you market it as like the only sport in America that hasn't been canceled, you oh, know? Man. Like and the only sport in the world that hasn't been canceled because they're, they're talking about canceling um, – uh, not World Cup, but just like you know, league soccer play and oh, other yeah. like overseas. You know, like yeah. it's the only sport in the world that has not been canceled. WWE. It could be the biggest, most amazing thing if they did it, and it would just draw so much attention. Like it's a, to, to me, it just seems like a, just a billion dollar idea. It really right? is, man. But but at the end of the day, you would still have to have fans in the audience because you right. can't have a stadium show. Without fans, and right. you have to, you literally have fans that are supposed to be traveling in from all over the world, and a lot of those come from the UK. Right, and now with the travel ban from the UK, those people are not going to be there. Well, the UK right? hasn't been banned yet because yes. yep. oh, the yes. UK got banned. Yes, it did just this morning. Oh, so as really? Of midnight on, <laughs> on Monday, Ireland and the United Kingdom. Um, what a uh, piece of shit! Are are now part of the travel ban? Oh uh, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, that's, I'm sure that's gonna sure that's gonna cause uh, no problems at all. Yeah. So I mean, and then and, well, and then you know, obviously the uh, the governor um, that's in Florida is is also talking about like making it mandatory that he he may have to shut down WrestleMania. But then 
So if you had to shut down WrestleMania in Florida, what do you do? Do you then go to a different stadium? Do you then move it on an instant? Yeah. Like, just say, okay, because they're going to have to refund all yeah. of those tickets anyway. Right. They're going to have to refund all of that money, right? So then what do you do? Like, no, do you, you then take it to a city? Yes, absolutely. Where, like, where in, like, maybe in middle America where, yeah. like... And then you just put on the show. And no, absolutely. You can sell it out. If the governor of Florida like pulls that card and makes Vince cancel, he just goes out like just takes it out to bid first. Then you know, fucking first town because there, there's obviously going to be because because most states are handling this in their own way, you know. So Florida cancels it, forces him to do so. He takes it out to bid to the rest of the country. Guarantee you, some governor in one of our other forty nine states is going to be like, yo. Bring that shit here. Let's fucking do it. Hell yeah. I mean, you're talking about billions of dollars yeah. of revenue that's being injected into... And, like, yeah, you, you you do all the precautions, right? Who cares? You literally buy a thing of Lysol wipes and leave it on every single seat, right? Yeah. You, you leave... You leave almost like gift baskets, yeah. right? With Lysol wipes, hand sanitizer, maybe even some dry soap or whatever, yeah. antibacterial. You blast the whole thing down with, with like, and make it, a, you know, an antibacterial. Maybe what you do is maybe still do the show, but just put it in a smaller arena. Yeah. Right? Maybe, exactly. Maybe, put it you know, a maybe you're not going to do it in an 80,000 person stadium. Right. Just put it in a smaller venue. Put it in a smaller venue and still have people come into yeah. the venue. I mean, look how many, I mean, just look how many years. WWE did their house shows at uh, the place that we went to for the Raw 25th anniversary. What was it called? Oh, uh, the uh, Manhattan Center. Yeah, the Manhattan Center. That place is fucking tiny. Look at how many years they did shows in the Manhattan Center, how good they were. What a brilliant idea. Why not do WrestleMania at the Manhattan Center? You're talking about you're talking about two thousand people max, right? Yeah, that place you is can not you can literally pre-screen every single person to make sure that they didn't have coronavirus. You could you could get two thousand testing kits because there's supposed to be millions that are being manufactured right now, right? Vince McMahon is part of the whatever the the Illuminati, right? So he'll have <laughs> access to those, right? He can throw some some money around to be able to get access. Yep. You pre-screen everyone, right? Make sure that you know they they obviously don't have coronavirus. You wipe everything down, but you hold it in the Manhattan Center. Oh my God. Are you listening, Mr. McMahon? Dude, that is a huge idea. That's great. And then you have a crowd that's there. You're paying homage to the history of WWE. You could even do an old school, have the old school logo that's, that's there, yeah. right? Maybe like, like it was for Raw 25. Again, bringing back every single old star, yep. right? To have some kind of appearance or some kind of like just cameo. And you do it in this small arena, but then you broadcast it for free on Fox. And it would just, you, and you do like, you make an all day event out of it, right? Yeah. You have a six hour event, right? Which is normally what WrestleMania is nowadays, right? You have this huge six hour event and you just, you broadcast it live for free on Fox and it would be amazing. Yep. It would be, it would be absolutely killer. And I mean, the Manhattan Center would jump at it because I'm sure their business is just tanking yeah, right absolutely. now because there's no shows, there's no concerts, there's no events that are going on, right? So they need something to be able to to, to fill the, the event. Wow. That is a genius idea. Once again, you heard it here first. Ready, set, review. Ready, Just set, spitting review. the genius ideas dollars a, for all you fuckers. Wow. Man. Wow, that's 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 a that's a moneymaker right there. Right? Wow. All right? Cuz you couldn't do it like if you had 15,000 people, there's no way that you could like pre-screen it so that you you no. make sure that so everyone We haven't even tested 15,000 people in the entire country yet. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but 
you could do it for 2,000 people. Easily. And that's what the Manhattan Easily. Center can hold. And wow. Yeah. Wow. And you make it like crazy exclusive yeah. in terms of like, you make it just family and friends only. And even Who if you cares? got, you make it you, for the wrestlers in terms of the audience, yeah. you just make it family yeah. and friends. And then you can have, you can, you can make sure that there's no hijacking of the show. Right. There's no CM Punk chance. There's no bullshit fans trying to pull yep. themselves over. You just have a pure wrestling audience that is going to react in the way that is going to be best for the show and to get the pops out there. And then you could even, again, through the PA system, you plug in a little bit of extra yeah. noise. And, and even else. even if they had to cut it down to like a thousand people, the Manhattan Center is small wow. enough. You fill those seats strategically, black out, you know, like darken the top bleachers a little bit. You're never yeah. going to know it's not a packed house. You cut it down to a thousand people even. You're still, you're still going to get an awesome crowd reaction and look like it's a full house even though it's not. Yeah, you, yeah exactly. It'll still look like a big event. And yeah. plus, you'll still have these wild and crazy fans that will be there because if you make it super duper exclusive, every fan who's anybody will want to be there. And yep. they would pay through the nose, right? Where you're talking about instead of people paying, you know, $100 or $200 for their tickets, these people would pay thousands of dollars, right? You're talking yep. about the the most hardcore fans that are out there right now would, would go and try and pay through the nose in, in terms of the most exclusive sports spectacular event. Oh my God, that's amazing. It's it, That's the most amazing thing. So Mr. McMahon, uh, if you go through with this idea, Anthony and I require front hey. row free Front row seats. seats. Okay. Uh, front row opposite of opposite the hard, the hard camp. Run, yep. Right. And and we want to have some kind of run in with Rob Gronkowski. <laughs> <laughs> I want I want to body slam Rob Gronkowski. <laughs> or Try just, to. You know, just, just the opposite. Rob Gronkowski can just throw a football tackle at me and, yeah. just, <laughs> and blast me over the top rope, man. That would be hilarious. Wow, what a great idea. That should be that should be his entrance. Like he he comes running down, comes running down the, the ramp. Jumps into the ring and just catches the pass. Like, oh, that's his entrance. That would be great. That would be hilarious. Man. Wow. All right. Well, wow. I, don't, I don't know about you, but, like, I I want to drink heavily. Oh, man. So, I think we do a short episode today. Yeah, just to, Because, you know. We'll keep this one short. There's no other movies to talk about. So. You know, and, and we wish that we could give you some, uh, some additional entertainment here. But there's, uh, you know, not a lot that's going on right now. So, you know. Um, but this was very helpful. We gave is, a lot of people a lot great. of ideas. I think, I think this was great. This I think was a lot of fun. one of the, the greatest ideas in the history <laughs> of ideas. And I, I think it's just a huge money maker. Man, I wish that we had millions of dollars because we would be able to turn those millions of dollars into trillions of dollars. We have the best ideas. <laughs> we have the best ideas. You heard it here first. And always. Ready, set, review. Ready, set, review. Uh, so go make sure you follow us on Instagram at Ready, Set, Review. Uh, like and subscribe on all of your favorite podcast mediums. Uh, Google Play, uh, Spotify, SoundCloud, uh, and coming soon to iTunes. We're not yet on iTunes, but some coming soon to iTunes. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. And, uh, and as always, stay tuned, true reviewers. Stay tuned, true reviewers.